In a world filled with filters and facades, the real life with Lacey is your sanctuary of authenticity. Join me as we unravel true stories that resonate with the human experience. And remember, our ultimate goal is to touch the heart of at least one viewer in every episode. This is where the power of real life takes center stage and the impact is real. Welcome to a journey of inspiration and connection. Welcome back to the Real Life with Lacey podcast. Today we have a new guest. His name is John. Hello. Welcome, John. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm really excited about this meetup tonight because we're going to talk about a whole bunch of subjects that we have not even touched so far awesome. in the three episodes that we've had. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start from the beginning. You were adopted. Yes. Okay. Um, I was adopted in Moscow, Russia, um, and uh, was adopted by an American family. Uh, they were, you know, uh, they stayed in California in the U.S., and um, I was adopted in 03, so I was a couple years still into the, um, you know, orphanage and whatnot. Okay, so hold up. How old were you when you were adopted? I was, I believe, two-ish, two-ish, three-ish, around that sort of time frame. Okay. Um, born in 01, there's no specific time because there was no um, proper record of my birth parents at all. It was more of just kind of like a... Uh, drop and go, I guess. Um, so, really? so the hospital kind of took me over when I was very young and gave me to an orphanage nearby, still in Moscow, and just kind of stayed there for a couple of years. And then my parents now adopted me. And um, yeah, so I just kind of... How did your parents find you? I never really asked that question. I don't know why. So I, from the story that I understand, my mom wasn't able to give uh, birth. She just had um, a condition where she was just not able to do that at all so they wanted to seek for adoption i don't know why russia it's yeah. such a kind of out of the ballpark kind mm-hmm. of idea but i'm um, grateful that they did yeah and uh got me out of uh you know russia and whatnot. But, so um, did they fly over to russia yeah, and choose so, you out of a lineup sort yeah, of thing so or it's sort of like, weird because it's weird because i have vague memories about it of course i was so young i don't even remember anything but um yeah they came over they went to the adoption agency i guess from what they told me i was in a crib of six other kids and i ran up to them first Aww. and i was just like hey you know, i want you like what's up Aww, that's cute. and sort of thing so um so yeah they picked me and they were with a, another russian couple who also adopted with um with them as well so they adopted their kid that i'm um I'm not in contact with them. I don't know anything really much about them, but I know that my parents were very close with them, so they both adopted kids together. Okay, so that couple was from Russia? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where the tie... Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so you were about two years old mm-hmm. when they brought you to America, mm-hmm. and you lived in California? Yeah, for most of my life. Antioch, uh, for the most part. And okay. moved around a little bit around the Antioch area, mm-hmm. but mainly in there, yeah. Now, did they tell you you were adopted at a certain age, or...? It was more, yes, so yes, uh, they did tell me, and... Um, How old were you? I was probably like five or six Really? So you were young. Yeah, I was still pretty young, and I didn't know what that meant. You know, I'm just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're not yeah. my dad? What are yeah. you talking about? Um, yeah. But it was, it was brought up in a way that was very reassuring. It was very much um, like, listen, we're not your real parents, but we still love you, and we chose you, and we decided to like want to mm-hmm. take on... Uh, no, the piece of the family, yeah. Yeah. Of course. So I thought that was very sweet. So. Uh, was it hurtful to think that they weren't your biological parents? No, but I created like a little like story about it. It was it was very much like, um, oh, my parents were spies or something, and they just couldn't take care of a kid, so they were just like, here, go. Which very well anything. could be yeah, true. <laughs> very, very well could be true. Um, so I just created a little story, and then the time being with my parents, um, my adopted parents, uh, they really showed me how much, like, they loved me, and it, 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 you know, became abundantly clear that, like, listen, this is probably the best choice to be here than over there. Mm-hmm. So. so you never felt, like, bitter or upset that your biological parents gave you up? No? No. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you ever feel, like, the need of wanting to find who they were to see what they look like? Or... Yes, no. A little curiosity just to see, like, what my genetics came from, yeah. but never in a sense to be like, why'd you leave what's going yeah. on never really like that it's always in the back of my mind but it's never really kind of like yeah. actively searching for it or anything. have you done the ancestry i did 23 and me okay. and there's nothing it just says like birth of origin is like 99.8 percent like russian like a pure russian they were definitely spies yeah <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to go in the system <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well hey well that works yeah. and did you have siblings um not biological but i did have another um sibling that my parents also adopted, but in Oshkaola, which is a different part of Russia. 
and um, not biological, but you know, we both have that kind of Russian bond, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so um, she's full Russian also. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what's the age difference between you two? We're three years apart right now. Is she the younger or older? Younger. Okay. Yeah. And do you still get along with her? Oh, yeah, love her to death. Yeah, she's family. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so then you lived in Antioch? Mm hmm. Yeah. What brought you here? So my dad was heavily involved in the stock market and real estate and whatnot. So he would, you know, flip houses and do stocks and whatnot. And it just became a time where he just couldn't do it anymore. And it, uh, he decided that, okay, we need to leave. And uh, he liked the idea of having a farm and cattle and stuff like that. But we didn't get that. Didn't? Uh, we, no. We, we moved to um, a trailer home, mobile home park-ish area. Up here. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was fun. Like it's it's new. I'm used to you know like middle uh, like economic like uh, grew up in a two story house. You know, just kind of like a pool and a trampoline. You know, you was, probably had some money in it. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We were very um, spoiled as kids, but we were also humbled. Like my mm-hmm. parents never made us uh, too. Uh, I don't know the word um, privileged or yeah, whatever, you yeah. know what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, moving out here and just grew up and went to, you know, the local school and, you know, graduated in 19 and just, you know, just kind of finished the rest of my growing up to do out here, mm-hmm. really. So. It was a change, though. Like, how old Definitely. were you when you moved up here? Junior high? Uh, or I was, so I moved out here halfway through sophomore year. Oh, So, man. yeah. Um, so I was still teenager angsty that's kind of rough like you grew up with friends right Mm -hmm. you come up here and like have to make all new friends and you're the new guy coming in Mm -hmm. so i'm sure some of them were dicks yeah well not really well i came into it thinking because i used to get bullied that's why we kind of also moved as well there's a lot of factors involved but one of the factors was i was getting bullied down in the bay so my family just thought it would be better to move up here oh nice and um but no moving up here everyone was super sweet super nice um you know the occasional bully but i you know i didn't put up with None of, yeah. none of that really and it was you know pretty tame but yeah did you play sports um at the school at my old school yes i used to play um baseball football basketball I was definitely a sports addict really um mm-hmm. i was a uh, backup quarterback also a wide receiver in football i was a catcher i have such big legs <laughs> uh, huge cats <laughs> so i used to uh, be a catcher and uh, basketball uh, did that a little bit too. So okay, when you came up here, did you continue to play sports? No, just... I just decided to just start something fresh and new. And mm-hmm. then I was really much into the arts, like dance, acting, and all that sort of thing. So I found uh, theater to be kind of like a cool little substitute, mm-hmm. and did that, um, and had a good time with it. Yeah. yeah. So when was it that you knew you were gay? Oh, <laughs> 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 a diamond. Yes. Um, Oh, huh. so I would say um, freshman, end of freshman year. So it was that weird. late. Yeah. yeah. So it was like okay. end of freshman year, beginning of sophomore year, the transition from the Bay to more of a countryside uh-huh. um, kind of really like, you know, sparked something. Um, back in my old high school, you know, football, uh, there's a lot of, you know, ass grab, you know, play and stuff like that. So I really was just kind of Was there a lot unassured. of gay people? Not really. Not really open. It was it was during a time where everyone was closeted. No one was really, really active in the gay scene, especially at that school, um, just because of, you know, uh, maybe possible bullying or something like yeah. that. So it wasn't really prevalent. Um, Times have changed. Yes. Yes, they, they have. have. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, uh, you know, football, grab ass and stuff like that. I started, you know, uh, just... Um, yeah, thinking about that, I never really thought anything gross about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, you know, it was kind of like a neutral feeling. It was like, I don't feel disgusted about, you know, you know, men or anything like that or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, <clears throat> you know, I just didn't know, like, so you started, yeah, so freshman ish year, you just started thinking, like, maybe I was attracted to the mm-hmm. same sex. Yeah, it was like in the back of my mind, but it wasn't really like something I wanted to focus on either. Yeah, but you're just... still attracted to women as well. Yes, yeah, yeah I'm attracted yeah. to both. Yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. anything, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, and then um, when was it that you actually came out to your parents then? Oh, um, sophomore, sophomore year. Oh. Yeah, 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 sophomore year, towards the end of it. It was, it was so funny. Um, we we moved ish so we 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 didn't live where we used to live now and um i don't know if i can say where yeah you can say whatever um so we used to live in center creek Uh for a short time while we were moving from the bay out here just Mm -hmm. as a temporary thing 
and we lived in a nice little cabin. It was cute. And, um, you know, me just texting some guys, just like, you know, a little flirting, but not really like super flirtatious. But I think my dad picked um, my phone up one day and was like, who's baby? And I was just like, ah, oh, I had to make up like a lie on the spot. It was so embarrassing. And I was just like, oh, he calls everyone baby. Like, he's from my school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was it someone from up here? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was just like, oh, mm, nothing. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm just a friend. So, um, but yeah, so that was one scare. And then we moved to Ione in, you know, the little trailer home park. And uh, I forgot how it went. So I think I went to school one day. I had English class. And I was like, mm, I, I might be gay. I don't know. And I was really conflicted on what my sexuality was and what I wanted to express and whatnot. And so I called my cousin up. And I was like, yo, I feel these feelings. I want to tell my parents, but I don't know about it. Why did you choose your cousin? He was the most viable option in terms of like expressing myself emotionally. Because I was definitely not an emotional, available kid mm-hmm. at all. So I called him up and I was like, hey, I have these feelings. What should I do? And he was just like, well, I, first of all, appreciate you telling me these things. Like, I'm glad that you feel like you can tell me these things. Was he, like, was older like, than you? Or? Yeah, oh. he's older. He's now with kids of his own mm-hmm. and stuff. So he's very, like, I can see him as, like, a dad already. He was, like, super nice. Yeah. So, you know, I talked to him and he was just like, well, if you have these feelings, given your parents you know, strict background, I wouldn't tell them right away. Strict? Were they religious? Yeah. My dad is heavily in, uh, heavily Christian. Uh, my mom, I'm not so sure. She was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. So it was, um, very much a religious household. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in yeah. that, in those aspects, it's a sin. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very heavily thought of, down upon and, mm-hmm. you know, the whole, you know, you know, burning hell. So it yeah, was very bumpy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I talked to my cousin. My cousin was like, you know what? Just keep this to yourself for now. And me being anxious, I'm just like, oh, you know, like, sure, of course I'll keep it to myself. But I'm, you know, a teenager. And um, he's like, well, thank you for telling me. Are you sure you feel these ways? Like, why do you think this? And I was just like, well, I just have, like, you know, uh, romantic feelings for this guy. I don't, I don't know who it was at the time. But I was just like, this boy's cute. I think he's cute. I don't know why. What, what's going mm-hmm. on? And he was like, well, those feelings are totally okay. They're valid. You're being heard. Um, my advice to you, you know, obviously given your parents' um, background, don't tell them yet. Me being dumb, obviously I didn't listen. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, You're like, I'm going all in. Like, I'm going all in. Yeah. And so I was like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And um, on that exact day, on my ride home from school, uh, there was a lot of different things going on. My English teacher got arrested for, you know, drinking in the classroom and oh. there was a whole scandal about that uh-huh. and um and i was were you in the class i was was he drunk or she or uh he was he was under the influence yes uh-huh. um there was allegations of like you know just throwing objects at students i disagreed with it i wasn't i didn't see any of that he was just really upset and he like threw stuff up the desk but it was <laughs> you know he was drunk and he was mad so you know you know Principal, please came and they handled the situation. That's interesting. <laughs> it was just so wild. Everything Only happened in the county. same day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry. None of the objects hit a person. So he's lying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everything happened all at once. And um, and then during that same day, my mom picks me up from school. We're driving back. She asks the usual, like, how's your day? How's it going? I was like, no, you know, I'm good. You know, I do school. It was a big day. It was a big day today. <laughs> yeah. Some stuff happened. Okay. So I, I said it exactly verbatim. I was like, you know, I, you know, homework was well. I got an A on my test. My... English teacher got arrested. I'm bisexual. Um, I also got um, on like I'm doing. I want to do basketball, but I want to do theater. And she like stops me, and she was just like, "Well, back up. Like, what did you just say?" And she like stops the car. It's like so dramatic, right? Mm-hmm. But she's like driving, and she like pulls this. And she's like, "What did you say?" And yeah, at least she just, cares like, enough to want right, to know. Right. Some parents would be like, "Oh fuck, like, talk to your dad." Shit, for <laughs> real. <laughs> I don't want to do this. So she, she was just like, "What would you say?" And I was like, "Oh, I passed my <laughs> test." And she was like, "No, no, 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 no. What did you say?" And I was like, "Well, my English teacher got arrested." And she was like, "No, no, no, not that either." And I was like, "That's not what you want to talk about." This. Okay. Um, I'm bisexual, and she's like, "Okay, this is what we got to do. Like, you can't tell your father at all." And oh, I was just like, "Fuck. Okay. Cool." All right. No. So everyone's afraid to tell dad. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my... Was he very strict? Very strict. He made it very abundantly clear that he doesn't accept it, doesn't approve of it, and doesn't want to support anything uh, of that sort at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. My mom, kind of, I felt more like I can tell her, obviously, than my dad. So I obviously was just like, oh, this is something I can slip in. And so she broke it down with me. She was like, well, why do you feel this way? And I was just like, I don't know, I just have feelings for some guys. I, you know, I don't think they're ugly, but I think some are cute. I'm just conflicted with these feelings. But at this point, you had never touched a male, right? No, okay. not at all. 
And um, so she was just like, okay, so this is what we got to do. We can't tell your father. Don't mention it. Just keep it on DL between us. And I was just like, okay. And she's like, does anyone else know? And I was like, Chris. And that's my cousin. And um, she was like, okay, cool. He can be trusted, right? And I was like, oh, cool. Okay, cool. So I go home. I'm kind of disappointed. It sucks because I didn't feel accepted. It was just kind of like a shut up, don't talk about it sort of thing. Yeah. Very, like, on the DL. Like, was there an idea of when you would be able to talk about it? Or just, I like, was, hold it in forever? Like, like I, my idea was, as soon as I'm out of the house, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm gay, bye. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, so we go home, and then, you know, a couple weeks by, I go to school. I'm telling my theater friends, because I'm in theater. I'm like, hey, I told my mom. But she's like, shut up, don't talk to your father about it. And are they accepting? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, super accepting. They're like, are yeah, they just, bisexual, too? Yeah, there's like... a lot of, um, it's very popular uh, in the gay community to, you know, be in theater or mm-hmm. dance or part of the arts and whatnot. And that's, like, not the only thing, but, you know, it's it's yeah. prevalent. And, um and so I talked to them about it, and they were just like, well, like, you know, they talked to me more about it. Well, what do you feel, like, you know, are, do you feel sexually attracted to them? Like, what do you, like, break it down for me and whatnot. And I was just like, yeah, like, I can, I could kiss a guy, like, <laughs> like you know. And but that's why you hadn't yet. No, not at all. And are you so, like, I want to try to I see. I do, yeah. yeah. So later that day after talking to my uh, theater, you know, colleagues and whatnot, I go home, and there was... Um, another gay guy in the community, the, the mobile home park community that I was aware of, but we didn't ever talk. Like your age? Yes, okay. my exact age at the time was... Uh, You're like a junior? Or I was sophomore? a sophomore still. Sophomore. Yeah, everything happened all in sophomore year. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. And so, so I meet up with... Well, I find him on Snapchat one day, and I send him a message, and I'm like, hey, I have a question. Me being a curious gay guy i'm just like how does this work so i'm asking him a bunch of like you know gay questions like what's it like kissing a guy like nothing sexual just and he's definitely out like he's it wasn't just a rumor yes. that no he was, he's yeah. a yeah. gay dude okay and um you know i felt like i can get a lot of information from him. were you attracted to him no yeah <laughs> not at all no, no. just just but using him for a knowledge, just like knowledge. Of <laughs> and i just wanted to educate myself more on it and see if these feelings were worth looking into and you know obviously today but um yeah i talked to him a little bit more asked him more questions like does this mean i'm gay like i have this romantic you know feelings for this guy like i don't know how i feel about it and he talked me through it and he was like well i mean if you need to um figure out if you're gay or not just kiss me i was just like i thought that you would do that yeah and you're like but you're not hot (laughs) well no i was like i mean sure i guess it was just like a like I just want to see. Like, yeah. no one has to know. It was just like, hey, let's go. We had a park. We went to the park or something. Yeah. And he's never met my parents. So I was just like, hey, I'm going to go to the park real quick. And I'm like, all right, bye. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah. Mom's cool. looking at you all shady. Yeah. Dad's like, bye, son. Bye, bye. Have a good time. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mom's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so I go down to the park and I meet up with them. And this is, um, I think, the second time we actually hung out. The first time it was just kind of like... What was it? We went to opposite schools, but we lived in the same neighborhood. So I've seen him, like, around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And we, like, hang up with, like, a group of friends one day. So I'm, you know, well aware of him. And so um, we go down to the park together, and we, like, go on the swings and stuff. And I was just, like, asking him, like, questions. Like, like, when did you have your first kiss? Like, when did you know you were gay? Like, is this, like, how do I know this is, like, a for sure thing? I don't want to na- label myself because I don't like labels. Mm-hmm. But I want to figure out if I have these attractions or if it's just, like, a figuring it out stage, mm-hmm. right? So he's just like, okay, well, let me walk you home and we can figure it out. And I was like, okay, cool. So we walk home and he's like, you want to know a way to figure it out? And I was like, do I have to kiss you? And he's just like, do you want to kiss me? And I was like, yeah, to figure it out. Let's, let's do it. And it, I was very much a I don't give a fuck kind of teen. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's just see if there's anything. But even with you not being attracted to him, I mean, like. Yeah, I would think at least by the thought of kissing another guy that I would feel some sort of disgust or like oh, some yeah, sort yeah. of like I don't want to I don't feel the need I don't want to but yeah. I was like I'm curious like does it obviously me being a kid I'm like does it feel different like mm-hmm. does it like taste different like mm-hmm. what that like yeah um so we go back home and we're like right in front of my house horrible mistake oh and your dad didn't see no oh, thank luckily, God. luckily. <laughs> like but my mom did <laughs> so he takes me up to the front door and he's like well have a good night and then he's like waiting and i'm just like okay bye i'm like oh shit i gotta kiss you and he's like and so i lean with the kiss and i kiss him nothing no emotions no nothing i was just like cool 
bye. And we leave. Mm-hmm. And I can just go back in. Mm-hmm. I text him. I'm like, I didn't feel anything. Is this, does this mean I'm not gay? Like, I don't know what it means. And my mom walks in as I'm texting him. And he's like, who's the boy you're hanging out with? You know? And she starts to dig. And I was just like, oh, wow, I'm trying to figure out if, like, this is real. And, like, da-da-da. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, tell me everything. What, what did you feel? And I was just like, nothing. And she's like, ah, thank goodness. Oh, right? No. And I'm just like, oh, I don't yeah. know. Because I didn't feel anything. But I feel like. That could be something. Mm-hmm. I just maybe it's the person. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Like and obviously I'm heterosexual, but if it's not a hot dude, I'm not gonna feel shit. For real. For you real. know, what maybe I'm it depending on the person. Yeah. That's when my brain starts racing. But um, you know, um, I don't think it's the end of the world because I like girls too. So yeah. I'm just like, ah, it's not like I need to know if I like guys because I like girls too. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was just kind of like reassuring me, like, okay, thank God, okay, cool. Well, there's still you know girls at your school, right? Uh, and so I was like, yeah, cool, mm-hmm. cool, And, um, so, uh, um... Yeah, when was it that you actually knew that... I think... Which, someone local, you obviously don't have to say their name. No, yeah. No. So he's my best friend, and we were in dance class together. And so your roommate? Yeah. Uh-huh. My roommate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And my, our first interactions was in dance class. We would do like a little like flirtatious like hip thing. I didn't think it was flirtation, flirtatious. He thought he was. So I was just like. Okay. Was he out was at this point? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm feeling that kind of way towards you. Like, I think you're cool. I like to hang out with you and see if we can like, you know, um, get to know each other more and stuff. So, you know, we would flirt back and forth and I would do my, you know, uh, little as I used to do magic tricks. So that's how I get, you know. That's how you got the men? Yep. Magic tricks. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) And on the bus, I think we were on the bus, we were doing magic tricks, and we were on the very back of the bus, and he was like, oh, like, this is really cute. Like, you know, I like this. And I was just like, yeah, I like you too. Never kissed, never done Mm -hmm. anything like that. Um, Or, I, uh, you know, I kissed that one guy, but I never felt anything. So I was very curious, and um, I forgot. So we then started because i liked him he liked me mm-hmm. and so we decided we were just gonna date and be boyfriends like and you guys were open boyfriends at school yes was there any yeah. harassment or no, negativity i felt like it was more of like we were in a relationship and everyone knew in the theater mm-hmm. but like outside of school if they see us hanging around they're like oh, okay yeah like, they're gay obviously yeah. and so it was very abundant for the school like okay i had a boyfriend and mm-hmm. everyone kind of like knew from there and on okay cool like i don't care no one said anything no one's ever like treated me differently or anything like that and it was very like accepting it was nice which is really nice it's very because back when i went to school it wasn't accepted and like people were not accepted Mm -hmm. at all yeah i mean things have definitely changed oh yeah which is very beneficial for you guys but i'm just saying like you guys are lucky that you're living in nowadays yeah and i feel super grateful about that too i cannot imagine just holding it you know what i mean and i i know I can't. I'm yeah. very, yeah, uh, like, need to know, like, you know, if I want to be happy with another man, like, I should be happy with them. Well, and it and kills them inside to keep yes. it yeah. hidden from everyone, and they feel like they're literally in a closet, you know, yeah. hiding who they really are. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, luckily, in your day and age, yeah. you're so 22. Was, yeah. yeah, very nice. And um, so the situation between my roommate was me and him knew, obviously, his parents knew because his parents were very obviously accepting and um only my mom knew she wasn't very much approving of it she was just like don't get caught by my dad by your father and i was like okay cool like i'll try we'll see and so me and matt or yeah i'll say his name matt yeah Yeah, whatever um you know we were dating for we were on and off i think a total of two years like a total like so on for a year and then off so you're figuring it out at this point you're yeah. figuring it all out all out See, yeah and then early in the relationship it was very much like um do like we haven't kissed like it was been like a couple months and we haven't even done any you know kissing or so anything like, like just that. friends yeah we're just kind of like yeah. i like you you're cool like cool and i remember he wanted to kiss me and i was like i'll kiss you yeah let me see if i see uh, like feel anything and we were, um, I leaned for a kiss, and, and we kissed. And I was like, wow, I actually feel something. This is nice. I really like it. And so from that day on, we just, you know, like, oh, like, oh, I'm going to class. Oh, bye. 
Mm -hmm. uh, super casual, super nice. Um, never got into really making out to like a couple months into our relationship. And it was nice. It was very nice. It made me feel loved. It like, um, it was very nice. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how else to describe it. It was, um, you know, like a nice relationship. Mm -hmm. it didn't, I, comparing it to um, relationships with um, girls, it just felt the same. Normal, not really too complicated, um, yeah. if anything, like less complicated, I guess. Um, Did you miss boobs? <laughs> I'm not a boob guy, so well, I, there was nothing to miss, really. Yeah, you must be an ass guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One on all of them. So, um, but yeah, yeah, just started dating, and then, um, um, oh, when did I, okay, so I lost my virginity to a girl first. That was the first person I've ever lost my virginity to. Before sophomore year? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right when I came in, um, well, actually, at the beginning of sophomore year, um, I was um, talking to a girl, and the funny situation was, my mom knew I was gay, my dad knew I was straight, obviously. Her parents thought she was lesbian, but we would hang out. So it was like very much a, they won't do anything. They can, they can do whatever. And you know, obviously, like um, that was when I lost my virginity. And mm -hmm. um, and you both are like, eh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very much like mm, we're testing good the waters. Yeah, <laughs> have a nice day. <laughs> and yeah, and then leading on to Matt, and so um, yeah, and then it was very scary at first to lose my virginity to a guy because I didn't know whether, I didn't know how it worked. Uh, that's where I never really wanted to like talk about or really go dive deep into because I was like, how does that work? What, this is weird, I don't know. Da -da -da. And um, yeah. know, slowly figuring it out and doing research, obviously, <laughs> like, okay, how do I- Prepare. Prepare, make sure no accidents happen, obviously, right? Yeah. And at that moment, I didn't know there was two options. You can be a top or a bottom. I was just like, oh, I'm a bottom, let me just, be a bottom why not that's what you're you just assumed you were yeah, i just assumed like okay i have to be a bottom because um you know matt appears to be like more masculine so i assumed like okay the masculine one is the top and then the feminine ish one is the bottom which i've learned is not that is not true not not the case <laughs> at all so learning about that i was just like um oh cool so i i have all this knowledge about you know being a bottom and how to prepare and make sure that accidents don't happen and then going into um you know it in the first time it was nice like it was like obviously it was a new territory you know a lot of like stop <laughs> you stop don't do anything um but um yeah it was nice it was you know just felt nice it was just casual it didn't hurt at all which was very surprising for me that's surprising to me as um well. and it was very uh relaxed it was very casual i felt a sense of like I felt protected while it, because I did feel, like, there was a, there's a sense of vulnerability, obviously, mm -hmm. someone's entering through the back door. Mm -hmm. um, there's a sense of vulnerability, and, like, um, you have to be really open with that person in order to just, you know, yeah. fuck you, obviously. Yeah. yeah, And so, you know, I felt that. It was very nice. It was very calming, very reassuring. There's a lot of aftercare afterwards, and um, it just, like, felt nice. It was just, like, cool, that happened. I like this. Yeah. Let's keep doing this. This is awesome. And did you trade off? No. No, okay. he was very much a strict top. Oh. So I was just like, that's fine. I like being a bottom. It's mm -hmm. nice. Like, I don't mind switching it up from time to time. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it was very it was very nice. All right. And then you guys lasted for a couple of years. Yeah, so we lasted for a first um, about a year. Mm -hmm. And we broke it off because I just didn't think that we were fitting emotionally. We both had different emotional needs. And... You're still young. Yeah, we're just young, yeah. figuring each other out. And... Figuring yourself out. Yeah, I, I didn't think that I would see myself being with this person for a long time. Obviously, we're in high school. I didn't think anything yeah. would last for uh, X amount of time. Yeah. Um, did, then, did your dad find out? Um, surprisingly, no. Um, he knew about Matt from what my mother told him. Um, he's just my friend. But he knows he's gay. So he would come over so and they're... Assuming. Yeah. So he's having these thoughts, but I don't think he really understands. He's just like, I don't like my son hanging out with that guy. So Matt was never allowed over my house, which understandably, I don't want him over either. I, you know, that's kind of an asshole, but you know, it is what it is. And, um, the day he found out was, uh, what, what happened? I think he just assumed and then came to a conclusion himself. Oh. He kind of just like, hey, you're hanging out with this guy a lot. Who is he? And I was just like, 
um, just a friend. And he's just like, don't lie to me. You know, just don't lie to me anymore. And I was like, fuck. And so I go to my room. I'm like, fuck, he knows, he knows. And my mom comes in and, you know, she's talking to me. She's like, okay, don't be mad. I told him. Oh. And I was just like, why? You literally told me not to tell uh-huh. him because of the exact reason why he, you know, was, you know, doing his whole, like, like, Arr. and she was like, don't be mad, like, please. And I was just like, uh, okay. Uh, like, I'm pissed. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, like, a little, like, you know, not, my dad shouldn't have known, like, this mm-hmm. should have been between us. You know, there's lack of communication and blah, blah, blah. So that same night, he, like, pulls me outside and we're in the car. We're just, like, talking in the car. And he was just like, listen. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want it brought up around me. Um, if there's any... He was talking about if there's any sex toys or if there's anything resemblance of a gay thing in my house, you will be out of this house. Mm-hmm. Like, I do... I have zero um, tolerance. Like, no, no, no. And I was just like, okay. You know, just taking it in the ear. I was like, fuck, this is, this is horrible. And he was very much um, like, like, no son of mine is going to be gay. Um, like, why don't you, you know, talk to other girls, like, you know, and he, in his brain, he, it's, you like girls, you're straight, you like guys, you're gay. He doesn't believe in the in-between of liking mm-hmm. both, because I definitely tried to be like, I like girls too, like, this isn't just like, like a guy thing, like, I like girls too, like, please, I hope you'll understand, and he was just like, no, that doesn't make sense to me, like, just cut it off, don't, do, mm-hmm. don't say or do anything, and I was like, okay, cool. And from that day forward, it was a lot of, like, father disconnect. You know, he does. He did his own thing. I did my own thing. Made my mom would talk. He would. Did it alter your relationship? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. It was very much. It used to be very like a father son relationship where you know he was actively helping me with like baseball or football or you know basketball. We would always play sports together, and it was just completely cut off. Oh, that's. So sad. that sense of like that dad figure, it just definitely just cut off, just, and it hurt. Yeah. It, it, it definitely hurt. Um, so he was ultimately disappointed. Yeah. Upset. Very, yeah. And just wanted to kind of cut off ties. Yeah. Yeah. And how so, is the relationship now? Um, good. He's trying to reconnect. Oh. As little as possible. Um, he's never really eager to invite me to things, but if my sister's ever in town from like college or whatever, she'll be like, Hey, we're going to the parents' house, you should come by. And my first ever interaction with them because um funny story, uh I was kicked out at eighteen, um, for a funny ass story. It was so funny. Um the way I got kicked out at 18 was, um... Not so, because you're gay? No. Oh. So so he was just like, I don't care if you live here, but, you know, you need to have a job, you need to pay rent, that sort of thing. And I was just like, okay, yeah, sure, cool. And I have my own car and everything like that. And so, uh, what did he... Uh, I think... I think I was talking to my mom about, uh, I think, Matt at the time. Um, I think we broke up. I'm not so 100% sure, but I was talking to my mom about boys, and he mm-hmm. just kind of got pissed off. And on me being an angsty teen, I was like, I need to get my revenge. And um, I was like, okay. So I go on Amazon, and I look up this, like, little dildo. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm going to get it for myself. You know, just, like, not for just to, like, disapprove of my father or not, but just, like, for me. I wanted a little thing because, like, I'm a bottom. I want to practice with that You stuff. wanted this to get delivered to your dad's house for him. Did you put his name on it? No, I put my name on it, thankfully. <laughs> but my parents being my parents, they open all the packages, oh. regardless of it's me or my sister or whoever. So I knew he would open it. Yeah. And I came home one day, and uh, the package was delivered. The box was open on the floor. Thing was stamped on the kitchen counter. And uh, no one was home besides me and my dad. Um, my mom was out. My sister, I think, was at school. And I come in. I'm like, fuck. I already know. I'm uh-huh. fucked. So I'm like, okay, I got home from work. And I go to my room. And I close the door. And I hear my name being shouted across, like, the entire house. Like, hey, Jonathan, get your ass over here. I was like, fuck. Okay. So I leave. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And I was just like... Oh. I'm like fuck my like you know I'm getting heated I'm getting angry I'm like you know what fuck this guy this you know fuck, like who who are you to tell me what I fucking can't you know like so I'm just like you know that's a dildo like can't you see it that is what it is yeah. and he was like very angry you know bashing me and then after him just like saying like you know how I disapprove of this why did you bring this in my house what the fuck like da 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 like um. All that shit. He's Did like, you I'm... say mom doesn't have a dildo, dad? And, uh, <laughs> I should have. Oh, my God. I was like, you probably have the same one yeah. in your closet. Right. <laughs> but uh, he was like, what do you plan on doing with it? And I was like, so heated. And I was like, oh, well, no. I plan to shove it up my ass. 
And he's like, you have 30 seconds to get out of my house. Oh, fuck. And I had a little um, convertible. I packed up all my stuff, and I went over to a friend's house, and I was like, cool. This is cool. And obviously, it's super dramatic. My mom comes home, and she's like, what are you doing? What are you, like, what's going on? And I'm just like, yeah, you know, dad kicked me out. Like, you'll see when you get in there. You won't miss it. It's, you won't miss it. By the it. way, I want it back. <laughs> Give it to me. Like, yeah. I'm taking it with me. Um, and she was just like, no. And obviously my, my parents are like arguing and, you know, they argue back and forth constantly, but this is, was like, don't do this to your son. Like your son loves you to, you know, the whole, whole thing. And I was just like, you know what? I'm so, I was so mentally prepared that I just didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. I have a good friend base that I can go and stay with and figure my own shit out. At so this point, cool. you're probably sick of living in a house that you aren't accepted in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the only acceptance I really felt was a little bit from my mother and definitely from my sister. Because mm-hmm. she was just like, yeah, just don't tell dad. Yeah. And she just minded her own business. She was like, I'm not saying shit because I know, like, I'm not going to out you like that. It's mm-hmm. fucked up. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I appreciate you. So, so then you moved in with your friends? Yeah, I moved in with my friends um, from 18 to 21 or 20. 18 to 20, so two years. Um, just couch surfing, you know, mm-hmm. me and my car, just hopping house to house, just kind of like, Hey, do you have any, like, can I sleep on your bed? Eventually I stayed in my car for a little bit oh, and that sucks. yeah, it was, it was, you know, it is what it was and working very hard at the place I work at now and I had enough, um, for an apartment. So I just held it and kept looking and I mm-hmm. couldn't see anything. And I, I just kind of lost hope. I was like, fuck, I gotta sleep in my car. That's crazy. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends came to me and was like, Hey, we have an uh, apartment opening up. And you should apply for it. Like, I can talk to the apartment manager and we can get you set up and stuff. And I was like, hell yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Did all the information. She comes back. She's like, you didn't get in. And I was like, fuck. And she dangles the keys in front of me. Uh, and I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, emotions just start pouring yeah. out. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, you know, being on my own and actually having a house. Like, this is so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And so I move into my apartment. I have nothing, right? I have maybe a box in my car. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> and... Um, during that time, me and Matt are still friends, but we're not together. Mm-hmm. So, but he was definitely a good outlet to go to because obviously he was there for when I was kicked out. He was definitely an emotional support person to go towards, but our romantic relationship just cut off from there. After yeah. high school, we both you know graduated. High school, and it was just yeah, so it was just like you know you know I, I don't regret it because it was a learning opportunity and it was you know uh, you're a close friend. Like, yeah. I don't want you out of my life. I'm not going to cut you off. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we were very, very close. He then, you know, kept me company, you know, stayed over the nights. And I was just like, wow, this is my own place. This is crazy. And, you know, he's helping me out. He's mm-hmm. like, yes, your own place. This is cool. And, you know, having my own place and then working hard to, like, furnish it and get it to the way I want it was just, like, so surreal. It felt like... And fulfilling. Yeah, so yeah. fulfilling. And it was like, finally, like, I can, like, do my own thing and be mm-hmm. accomplished. And so it was very, yeah. very nice. Nice. And then how was dating life when you were on your own? Now there's apps. Yes. That's a lifesaver, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Like so, Scruff and... Mm-hmm. There's Scruff, there's Grindr, um... I mean, Bumble, Tinder, kind of, but yeah. they're more dating. They're not really kind of um, popular in my eyes, personally. Yeah. I don't think they're very popular apps. Um, but well, Scruff um, and Grindr are more gay. They're right? more gay-oriented, yeah. very much more of a hookup mm-hmm. scene, not more of like a relationship kind of scene. Which a lot of... Okay, so I'm friends with a lot of gay people, and it seems, though, the male gay community is more of a hookup, almost. Like, they're... They're kind of cool with it. And yeah, it's casual. Yeah. It's super nice. It's just, yeah, take your pants off. Yeah. yeah. I find super more nice. females maybe are the ones that are fucking that up for you guys, like in the heterosexual um, relationships that we want more of a commitment maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know because gay guys are just like, oh, fuck this guy and then never talk to him again. <laughs> it's really cool with it. Yeah, I mean, mm, I think that um, it's, at least speaking personal mm-hmm. um, experience, like I can't speak for obviously uh, a gay community but um for me it was more of just like an outlet to seek sexual desires and it was just like it's just a one-time thing i'm not looking for anything specific i'm very much like uh i want to meet you in person like i want to just stumble upon a coffee shop and like meet you and like just you know the, the romantic cheesy shit and I, I like that more than being like yeah i met him over a hookup app but you do do that or no? not anymore okay. i used to um not all the time, but occasionally. Like, you know, I worked a lot, so there wasn't really any time. But when I did have time, I, you know, I'd download it and be like, mm, any cuties in the area and stuff. 
Um, especially in this area, obviously there's limit, you know, limits yeah. and stuff. So obviously seeking out towards more, um, you know, like a, a, a trip, you know, 45 minutes, maybe an hour sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So my husband and I went to San Francisco, um, and we, we were driving in the Uber and the Uber was like, are you here for Dory Alley? Have you ever heard of this? I've never heard okay. of this. And I was like, and we're like, what's Dory Alley? And he's like, oh, you gotta see it. It's tomorrow. And we're like, what is it? He's like, he didn't give us any details. He's like, you just gotta go to Dory Alley and um, go there first thing in the morning and just see for yourself. And right. we're like, fuck yeah, why not? Right. right? Yeah. So the next morning we went at like 11 o'clock and there was like tickets to get in. There was a line to get in and people were dressed very provocative mm. and um, there's more males than females. And we're like, what is going on? We walk through and right when we walk in, there's a huge pin of furries. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, I've never even heard what a fucking furry was right. before. They were, they were crawling around barking, meowing, Doing all these different. Now here's a question: Is so, in, um, so I'm a furry, right? Okay, so I would definitely like to touch that subject yeah, with of you because so, I just found out about that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's like there's a disconnect between what a furry is, and then there's a thing also more prevalent in the gay community and the BDSM com- BDSM um, community called a pup or a pup play or whatever, which is basically like leather hoods that they put over their face. And it resembles a dog mask or okay. a dog hood is what they call it. And there's leashes and then there's, you know, um, harnesses and there's a lot of gear that goes involved. So I was wondering, was it more was of a fluffy kind of like um, fluffy kind of mascot-esque animals or was there more leather-based? There was both. Oh, in, both. In a okay. pen. And like some of them were being walked. Mm-hmm. Dude, and like... Bottoms weren't even a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm just like, what is going on right now? It was insane. I did And then there's, you walk down the road, another guy's completely naked getting whipped with leathers. This chick took a taser to this guy's dick. I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. goodness. I'm in a third world country right now. Then yeah. there's a stage with a bunch of hot guys, all muscular and everything. Mm-hmm. Doing some crazy, crazy, crazy shit to each other. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, me and my husband were like, what the fuck is going on? But I met a couple there. Uh-huh. Um, it was two guys, and they were just beautiful couple, and they were so sweet. And um, we ended up going to the bar later that night with them and just talking about their relationship and everything. Mm-hmm. And they were exclusive. They were married. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up bringing, like, we kept in touch after that. They ended up bringing a third guy into the marriage, and he moved in with them. And they kept posting photos of how happy they were as that trifecta situation. Mm-hmm. And within a month or so after that, they broke up. And then the one guy that came in oh. is now with one of the dudes. And mm-hmm. so that's like always a scary factor. That But I see it often. Mm-hmm. Like they, in the gay community a lot, yeah. they want to bring three into the relationship mm-hmm. and then depends on the dynamic personally um speaking from experience um like just like my own personal needs and wants and whatnot i'm very monogamous i'm very much like i can only focus on one at a time i'm very so you never want to have no, three. okay never i i can't do that i feel like i can i i want to give love to just one person you know like i just want to be able to just share like a uh, intimate yeah. thing and i don't think i could do that with multiple people and do you have jealousy also like uh, you don't a want a little bit that more protective i would say learning about myself i would say i'm more protective um i feel like jealousy is something that um is, is something that someone else you know has that you want mm-hmm. um and if i have a partner and i trust my partner it's more unprotective of what other people will do to my partner mm-hmm. that i'm like okay you can fuck off or like, yeah just in case but but yeah bringing the third person into the party i would think that there would be some sort of jealousy like they have a connection or you have a connection mm-hmm. and it, i don't know i, I think I it depends like on messy. the dynamic also as well if it's good communication and all parties are happy like you know there's some relationships that work and some relationships that don't you know there's Mm -hmm. um, a lot of open relationships something that I personally can't do that last years and they're married and they're happy there's a lot of um, you know trifecta relationships that you know if that works that works but you know it it comes down to respect and communication and if one of those things doesn't work then obviously there's gonna be issues I agree and that that goes for even twosome exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so okay so go back to the furry okay (laughs) are you a different are they a different kind of animals um, okay. Yeah, so basically what I um, like to explain a furry is uh, someone that 
has an interest in anthropomorphic animals, just like thinks they're cool. Like example, Zootopia. You know, um, it's a uh, like a animal esque. A child uh, movie, kind of yeah, in Zootopia? a sense, like. Um, or anything that ha is like an animal with human-like characteristics. That's what I like to say. Um, so like... Like what, for example? For like... Hmm, what is a, a popular... Um, is it... Oh, I'm trying to think. Well, my favorite movie of all time, Lion King. Okay. Is like imagining like Simba as like a person. Okay. I think if Simba was a person, that would be hot. Like he would be like jacked. I can envision him as like he's like super ripped. And um, just, like, that appeal, I think that's pretty cool. I get that. Okay. Yeah. And so in the community... Um, what community? The, the furry community. The furry. Okay. You, you can kind of create your own, what they call a fursona, which is basically you can choose an animal or species or whatever the fuck. You can be an iguana, you can be a zebra, a giraffe, whatever the fuck. The most common are, like, you know, wolves, foxes. What or, are you? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a dog. Okay. Just a dog. Yeah. No specific breed, but like... I was going to say, are you Pitbull? No. <laughs> yeah. no just like what? Mutts, I guess, is what I could call it. But Mutt from Russia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like something like uh, on the creative spectrum. Like, you know, just like, oh, I want to create this character. It's uh, comparable to like like uh, an OC. Someone that creates a separate um, character um, either to... Pers uh, for yourself, like for example, like when servers are serving, you have a different personality. It's a different... Um, character that you put on for customers or in the furry fandom like you want to be an animal you have an animal uh, persona or um... do you bark no okay no. do you wear fur no do you wear a collar no well what makes you a dog i just find it interesting so the, there's a lot of stigmas of like you have to dress up as an animal or you have to be actively involved which you know dressing up wear a collar bark yeah um that's see that's my stigma apparently there's so. yeah but you don't really it's just really the definition is you find it pretty cool and um i'm still confused then what 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 do you do there's so it, it's kind of like how i can compare it to um anime conventions everyone kind of goes to one place to talk about and express their liking towards anime same thing in the furry fandom uh everybody who thinks anthropomorphic um, animals are pretty cool. Go to this one place. They talk about it. They in, uh, and they buy like merchandise. There's like, it's it's very heavily in the art community. Um, they uh, there's a lot of drawings and um, just like mm, cool little like art pieces and whatnot and like different creative aspects. Like you know people make suits, uh, fur suits, um, or some people just do the art or you know. Um, just different things. Is it a hookup sort of situation? No, not at all. No, that's there's a lot of stigma behind being a furry as a sexual thing, yeah. which I don't. I hundred percent thought. I disagree. I feel like there's a little there's it's more based off of the interest about the anthropomorphic um, animal, and then there's a disconnect from the sexual aspect. Although there is like many other groups, there's a sexual aspect to everything. Mm -hmm. It's a very minute, um, small community that's uh, kind of just not really the face of what a furry is, but obviously, socially, everyone's like, oh, like, they, they fuck in costumes, and yeah. da 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 and I'm just like, no, that's, that's not, not true. No, it's not true at all. Man, I totally yeah. thought it was true. No, okay, so you don't hook up with other dogs? No. Or, or <laughs> no, a cat? No, no. <laughs> okay, all right, so then, all right, so that's a whole other thing that yeah. just totally mind-blowing my mm -hmm. self. Yeah. And then, um, any other great stories in your... Whole community, I like... Uh, in the community, no, it's pretty tame. I mean, everyone, you know, just does what they love. They love the arts, so they, you know, um, they're really heavily involved in charities, so they'll definitely, they contribute a lot. There's a lot of funny things about furries being super wealthy. Like, there's a lot in government. Some are astronauts. A lot are in IT, so they're involved heavily in, like, a market where they make a lot of money, mm. um, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, they make a lot of money but no that it's just like an interest that everyone shares and mm -hmm. um it's not really um i don't know it's not really the sexual no, thing that not at all it's very rare and when you do run into it it's like oh you're part of like the very minute very small mm -hmm. group of people and um yeah that's you know okay. cool good by you you yeah. do your thing and we'll do our thing and yeah for sure you know 
among anything. Yeah. Um, so any other aspects with like, have you ever hooked up with someone like a daddy sort of? Yeah. So when I moved to, I moved to New York, um, for a year cause I wanted to teach out there. I teach hip hop. And oh, so, you dance. Yeah, 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 that's fun. And so um, teaching hip hop is very much a, like a creative outlet for me. So I can, you know, I like teaching. I like educating people on dance and hip hop specifically. And it was very much fun. And so that's what I went out to New York to do. And, you know, all my off time working and, you know, using Grindr and whatnot, uh, going on hookups, there was a daddy um, in Manhattan. And it was very much a... Uh, should I? Should I not? I don't know. But I was just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. I'm bored anyways. So I go down to Manhattan, and he's just like, oh, just go down this street, and I'm on the left. You'll see my um, apartment complex. Sorry, it's kind of dingy and da 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 You're like, scary. I'm like, don't <laughs> tell me that. I'm new. Don't do that. And I pull up to this fancy-ass apartment complex, and I was just like, what the fuck? And so I go up to the front. I'm like, hi, I'm here for a pulls up grinder right like uh this person and they're like okay yeah and they call him they're like are you here to see this person and they're like yeah and they're like okay so they walk me to the elevator so it was a nice ass place it was a nice ass place i could tell the receptionist when i was like hey i'm here to meet this person they're like okay sure and um you know they show me to the elevator they're like oh sure yeah we'll set him up of course so i go up to the elevator go up to the very top like not penthouse but like very much like very top, gorgeous view, walk in, um, apartment was gorgeous, very open, it was, I was like, whoa, what the fuck, okay, mm-hmm. this is weird, because on his profile, it's, like, one picture and then a bio, so there's not really much to gather from what he does. And was the picture a good-looking picture? Oh, yeah, I was okay. like, oh, yeah, that's okay. nice. Um, and he was older than you? Yes, yeah, why, yeah, yeah, um, I mean, at the time, like, uh, I was... 20, just turned 21, so, yeah, I was 21, he was about, like, 45, 46? Mm-hmm. Well, that's not too yeah, bad. that's not too bad at all, no, no, but, like, that's probably the oldest I've ever okay. um, hooked up with. Okay. Um, and so I walked in, he's doing the cliche, like, he's opening a bottle of whiskey, do you want a drink or whatever? He has, like, a cigar, and he's like, do you want anything? And I was just like, no, I'm good, you know, anxious, I'm just like, no, I'm just good, can we just... Let's hurry this on, please. So you're just going there to hook up. Yeah, I'm just going there to yeah. hook up. Um, um, very sweet, very welcoming. And, you know, we hook up. And it was one of those hookups that I was very much like, cool, that's it. Oh. Yeah. And um, I've been with people that, um, you know, I've been with big, small. Like, I don't judge, I don't discriminate against size. Like, if you can use it, fuck yeah. Yeah. But um, it was one of those times where it's like, you can't really use it. It's very awkward. Is he new to it or something? No, it seemed like it was very, it's very funny because he seemed so confident that he was like, oh yeah, do this and do that. And I was like, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, it's very like, sounded scripted, but like, it was just, mm, it wasn't my thing at yeah. all. And um, yeah, um, you know, finished up with him. He thought everything was great. You know, he did the whole like, oh, how was it for you? And I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> fucking great. Okay. And then I leave. You never want to say yeah. it's bad. No, never. Like, no. oh, it's horrible. Like, yeah. leave. Because you might kill me. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's good. You know, I'm going to go. And then he was just like, you know, ready for round two. And I was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's getting late. I got I to gotta dip out of here. And I was just like, okay, well, you have my number. And I exchanged numbers with him because I didn't know where the fuck I was going. Yeah. So I leave. He's like, I had a good time with you. Come back whenever. And, you know, it was just... No. It was, yeah. Um, but, um... So that was it? That was yeah. The it was It was not really, like, super crazy or anything. Yeah. It was um, just kind of like a, like, oh, hi, bye, sort yeah. of situation. Yeah. Um, and during my whole New York thing, I definitely wanted to do some things out of the box. And since, like, I was a dancer, I was like, oh, I want to go to a gay club because I've never been to gay clubs at all. Mm-hmm. So I go to a bunch of clubs, and I went to a club called The Cock. And Interesting. With, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I walk did it in. have a rooster on it? It did, nice. actually, yes. And so um, I go in. There's, like, just a like, nice little bar, and then there's, like, an ominous door to the left. And I go up to the bartender, and I'm like, hey, I'm new. I'm just kind of, like... I shouldn't have said that. I'm new. I'm just, like, figuring out, like, what kind of bars are cool in the area. I just want to get something to drink. Like, I'm new. And so the bartender was just telling me, like, oh, if you're new, check in your bag with him and go down this door. I was like, what? And they're like, don't worry, sweetie. Like, I'll check your bag in. Give me your bag. And I was just like, 
I'm feeling too trusty right now. Here you go. You know, just me being just... You your backpack. My knee, yeah. Uh-huh. This is my backpack. It's just, here you go. And I go downstairs, and I'm like, this is cool. It's dark. I look to my left, because, like, you go down, and there's two different open areas. One's super pitch black, and the other one's kind of dimly lit with lights, and there's, like, a, like a dance floor. There's a DJ. There's another bar. Super cute. And I go down. I'm like, oh, this is cute. Like, this is, like, why, why does he want me to come down here? This is so cool. And I turn to the right. Everyone's fucking. It's just like a big sex house sort of situation. And uh-huh. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm seeing... And it's all guys? All guys. Mm-hmm. All guys. Um, normally, like, the creepy ones. I mean, there's, like, the, the, the creepy ones that just kind of just stand and stare and are very uncomfortable and just, mm, I don't like it. But um, there's a lot of guys that are coming, you know, up and down the stairs and whatnot, and they're wearing nothing but, like, maybe a thong or something like uh-huh. that. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I got to talking with one of the the dancers. They were a go-go dancer. And I didn't know what that was. I was like, so what do you do? And they're like, well, we just shake our ass for money. And, you know. Oh, you're like, I can I was do like, that. Like, I mean, I'm in New York. I'm going to fucking do yeah. that. That's cool. Did you get it? So I went up to a bartender. I was like, are you hiring? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we are. <laughs> you know, Did like check your calves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they like checked me up and down. And I was just like, yeah. 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 So I got hired for a trial run. It was just one day. And I go down, I didn't really have much gear. I just like had like some like skimpy underwear and that's it. And you know, tried it. It was fun. A lot of older men come up to me and they're like, Oh, you're cute, you know, they'll send me money and I made good money. It was very nice. You know, I got to walk around, mm-hmm. got free shots, it was very like a nice environment. Yeah. Um but obviously in those scenarios and the, that environment, it can get sketchy very fast. So obviously we have security, so if there's anything going wrong, we have lights and we flash it. And, oh, you know, did you hey, have to do that? Never, no. Oh. Everyone was super nice, and I'm very good at telling people to fuck off, very mm-hmm. politely. <laughs> so there was a lot of opportunities where they were like, hey, we want to take you home, da, da, da. I'm like, no, you can keep walking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, okay, trying hard to get, like, you know. Uh, and I'm just like, no, seriously, fuck yeah. off. Like, I don't yeah. want to. So learned that very quick, and... Um, Made some cash? Yeah, made some yeah. good cash, like, you know, for what it was, for four hours, yeah. you know, walking out with some cash under under the table, kind of. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was very nice. Yeah. yeah. Then you came back to Cali. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it didn't work out financially, just... Yeah. But in the process, when did you meet your new man? I met my new man, um... We were aware of each other for two years. So, online, um... I do OnlyFans, so... Oh, you do? Yes, yeah. So I do OnlyFans, and I... Do you make some money? I do, yeah. It's, like, not enough where it's, like, super substantial where I can make just, like, a living off of it and rely on it, but it's enough where I'm, I am so curious about that. I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, I can make some money from here and there, and it's super nice, Okay, so people subscribe Mm -hmm. to you. Well, depending. So, like, the way my platform works is it's kind of, like, um... I have an OnlyFans profile. You can access it for free, and there's specific posts that I charge for. I so I say premium content costs between five to eight dollars. It's never something super extravagant because I think that lowering the price brings in more customers, and the more people that buy it, the more income that I get. Are you naked? Oh yeah, I'm like yeah, fucking you know doing all that stuff. Can and they screenshot it? No. So OnlyFans has a. What's um, your privacy. OnlyFans name if you want to give it out to people? No, I don't. Think I can't. <laughs> I mean, if you if you know, you know. <laughs> If you know, you know. Um, you might get more customers. Like, oh, I just don't know. <laughs> it's like a if you know, you know sort of thing. Hey, like, totally you know. Yeah, um, it's only if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. You totally don't have to. It's, yeah, it's, I finally see you turning a little red. No, I'm just like. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's like, if you know, you know. like. Okay, can people screenshot? No, so, like, OnlyFans has an amazing thing, kind of like Grindr. Grindr and OnlyFans kind of have something similar. So, on um, Grindr, if someone were to send you pictures and you screenshot, it prompts with, like, a picture saying, mm-mm, you can't do that. And it's, like, a privacy, I don't know how they do Does it. Does it delete it? Does it not no, allow it? It just screenshot? kind of censors everything. Like, it, like, pops up with stickers, and it's just kind of, like, blurring out the entire thing, so you can't, like, keep it for yourself. Yeah. Same thing with OnlyFans. They won't, like, if you screenshot, sure you can, but it's going to pop up with, you can't screenshot this for privacy reasons, da 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 And so there's a lot of privacy behind it, okay. which I love, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so then you don't promote your page. I do people. on a Twitter. Um, that's kind of... <laughs> I'm not sure you're trying. Nope. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know, but, um, yeah, it's not something, like, super, you know, public, because that's, like, not something that... 
know, I don't want to be known for the person that, like, shows his dick on fucking <laughs> the internet and whatnot. You know, right. it's like, yeah. I mean, you can make more money, but it's really bad. Uh, okay, maybe yeah. in the future. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, okay, so on OnlyFans, that's how you met your current. No, well, on Twitter. So oh, okay. I was promoting it, um, um, just kind of posting and searching for other creators and stuff. And I met him and I liked his page. And I was like, hey, your content's really hot. Like, good shit just something casual and mm-hmm. you know he did the same thing it's like you're fucking hot too good shit cool and so we were aware for aware of each other for about two years mm-hmm. and then i came back from um new york and then you know settled in with matt my roommate now and um i just got out of a relationship in new york it just didn't really it just wasn't really working um just because of moving around a lot financial issues uh, mental health issues just like was not a good time mm-hmm. so i had to break it off and i moved back to california and I think he posted something on Twitter and he was just like, hey, I'm opening up boyfriend applications. Haha, <laughs> something like funny and light. And then I send the like eyes to the side emoji like, mm-hmm. oh, what? like mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. And I sent him a DM and I was just like, hey, I think you're hot. Like, I want to get to know you and stuff. And he was just like, hell yeah. And so eventually there was a convention that I was going to, a furry convention. And I was just like, hey, I'm going to be around here. I know that you're going. Let's meet up for coffee. I'd love to meet you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hell yeah. And so I fly out there, and I'm staying with a couple of friends. We're, and out, we're a different state? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was in Colorado. Oh, okay. And I was staying with a couple of friends, and they were also going to the similar con. That's why I was going in the first place. And I meet up with him, and I'm, I get to the coffee shop first, and then he comes, and I'm like, oh, he's so small. Like, he's just, like, a petite guy, and I'm like, oh, he's so cute. There's like, a little background him. behind him, right? Because he's a, he transgender? Yes. I never usually like to kind of say that he is because I feel like it's not my place to say. Oh, okay. It's from something that I've learned within the community because I'm very um, not familiar. I'm just uneducated, really. Yeah. And something that I learned was um, it's not really, I don't think, it's not really polite to kind of just say like, oh, they're transgender. Mm -hmm. It's... And it's really something that I've learned is like a who gives a fuck kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't. Obviously, there's... Yeah. Did weirdos. you know getting in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's not something that I like to focus on because I look more on personality. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if they're attractive, I'm like, oh, that plays a good factor yeah. too as well. Very much. And and so I didn't really pay no mind to it um, at all. And um, yeah, like going to the coffee shop, he came in mm-hmm. and I thought he was so cute and we got coffee, he paid for my coffee, and, you know, we had a little uh, little coffee date. It was very sweet and very cute, and in that moment, I was like, dude, I like this guy a lot. Like, I really like this guy. And so we left. Um, he was going to the convention, too, so we spent the whole time at the convention and um, just showing me around, and towards the end of the convention, I was like, hey, I like you. Like, we went on a couple dates during the convention. It was, like, five days or something, mm-hmm. and we went on a couple dates, and I was like, I like you. Do you want to be a thing? Do you want to date? Do you want to, mm-hmm. like, do this? And he was like, yeah. Like, I like this. I yeah. think this is cool. So you're doing a long distance? Uh, I like to call it a temporary long distance. Um, I'm moving out there next year, uh, maybe sooner, because there's some roommate drama with uh, the department and stuff. Yours? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but we'll see. I mean, yeah. we haven't really talked in depth about it, so it's not anything that, like, I don't know, that's, like, set in stone information, really. Mm-hmm. But I like to call it a semi-permanent, and I make an effort to go out and fly and see him for, like, a week. And yeah, is he going to come out here? I don't want him to. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, you're okay if you don't want to. I don't want you to. Just give him the area. I don't feel as if it's really accepting to be like, hey, this is my boyfriend. Because mm-hmm. I do feel that regardless of your sexuality, if you are not... Um, thinking a certain way in this county you're deemed kind of like oh this is kind of weird and i don't mm-hmm. like that i just yeah. kind of like okay you're doing you i'm doing me mm-hmm. you're not hurting me i'm not hurting you live your life have fun you know? yeah there's a lot of judgmental yeah. people so i was just like you know what save the trip i have no problem going out to see you at all mm-hmm. like I, I you know i like you a lot and um so i go out and visit and it's always hard to say goodbye because like you know it's He's, like, a really good, like, emotional outlet, and he's someone that I open up to a lot, and I remember when we were at the convention, because we were aware of each other for two years, and we were talking for five, six months, Mm -hmm. and we were, we got together the 19th of August, so almost three months? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, And so I was just like, yeah, like... 
I like to get to know you and you're super awesome and super sweet. And during the convention, I like stumbled like one day, like we were sleeping together and I was like, oh, you're so funny. I love you. Like something uh, casual shit. And he was just like, uh, huh? what'd you say? And I was just like, what did I say? What the fuck? Uh, and he was just like, repeat something. I was like, oh, I, I love you. Oh shit, so you're all in love. Yeah, and he was just like, no, I feel the same way. I just didn't want to rush anything. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, me neither. Like, That's we're both. Awesome. Good. Yeah, so we're both like very, like, we don't want to rush anything, but we both have these feelings that we've communicated to each other. And it's hard not to rush it when you live so far away from each other. You mm-hmm. want to be closer, so you kind of have to rush it a little bit, you know? Yeah, but I'm also patient. So I, yeah. you know, if, like, I'm patient, but I'm also eager to get out of this county and be with, like, because I have a lot of friends in Colorado. Oh, that's good. Um, so I'm excited to be surrounded by a lot of acceptance and a lot of love and mm-hmm. um, a lot of people to hang out with, like, yeah. you know, real good friends and stuff. So I'm very eager. Um, so is he, and, you know, I'm very excited about yeah. it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well, is there anything else that you want to let our viewers know about? I mean, you've hit a lot of fucking bases. Yeah, so you many. You did very well. Yeah. I love it. Um, huh, not really. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, we got it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much no for thank coming you. on and telling your story. Hopefully your dad at some point, you know, comes around a little bit. Yeah, I mean, nowadays he's slowly, but, you know, it's very stubbornness. It comes down to stubbornness. And it's, I've accepted that if, if he doesn't get it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is. And fuck what it was. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, thank you again. All right, and thank you for watching another episode of The Real Life with Lacey. Don't miss out on a single moment of The Real Life with Lacey. Hit that subscribe button so you'll always be the first to know when a new episode drops. Together, we'll keep uncovering the authenticity of life. Subscribe now and join our vibrant community of real stories and real connections.